envious people come to a better end and a better circumstance and a better situation, you know, we, we always, always trust God. There should never be a time where we don't trust God or we don't put our hope and our concerns. Christ said, cast your cares on me for I care for you. So we know that we can trust God. We know that we can give everything that we have going on in our lives to God and that he would take care of all of us. And I'm going over to um, Romans 15, verse 13. And it says in Romans 15, 13, it says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Father God, we just thank you, we praise you, we honor you, Father God. We ask, Lord God, that you bless this service, that you bless every heart, mind, and spirit that's gathered here, Father God, that we all may have hope, Lord God, in you. Lord God, that we trust you with all that concerns us, Lord God, at all times. And I ask, Father God, that you speak through me, Lord God, that I don't be in the way, Father God, that your word comes through, and that it is pointed to whatever place it should be, Father God, that it reaches. In Christ Jesus' name I pray, amen. And I kind of, I was going to use my Bible, but I'm going to do it from here. It'll be easier to do it from the phone. Um, so over here in Romans 15, 13, it's talking about how now the God of hope. So that means that God is not just our Lord and Savior and, and our keeper and our protector and the creator of all things. He's the God of our hope. He's the God that makes sure that whatever we have belief for, that is right. So we always have to remember that the things that we believe for have to line up with God's will as well. So often we want things and we believe for things and we desire things. Those things don't line up with God's will. And we wonder why God hasn't met that need. Uh, he have not came to the rescue of that concern. Because those concerns that we have or those needs that we actually be met are not the things that God wants for us in our lives at that time. And with that being said, God is not going to leave us out there by ourselves either. Even in those moments, God is still with us. He's still keeping us. He's still providing and protecting us. He's just not saying yes to the things that we're asking for at that particular time. So we have to remember that when we trust God with everything, we have to trust him with the things that he has already appointed for us to have. So often in my life, when I was a younger person, I always wondered why God didn't meet a certain need or come to rescue him a certain thing. It's because I should have never even been in that position, nor should I ever been asking God for that thing. We can put our trust and hope and belief in God in all situations because God is always there to show us that in him we can find rest. Then it goes on and says, in the, in the more part of it, it says, May the God, now God of hope, fill you with all joy and all peace, and believing that ye may abound in hope. He said, the God of hope, then he said, abound in hope. So that means God is the God of hope. He's the provider of our hope. And then he said that we be abound in hope, that we be plentiful, that we have so much hope and belief in us to where we know, for, we know that we know that we know that God is going to come through in that situation. And we have seen opportunities and chances in our lives to where God has came through. He has come through for us. He has given us the opportunity. He has given us the chance to rely on him. And he has shown himself worthy of our reliance. God has always shown himself and deemed himself worthy of all that we ask him for. God said that he gives us that expected end, that appointed end. That he knows the things that he has for us and the things that he desires for our lives. And that he has a plan for us. And because God has a plan for us, that means that God is able to do all those things that we ask him in prayer, that we ask him in, in our private conversations with. How often do we talk to God about something? And the only thing that we can do at that time is call on him. We don't have a friend we can call. Uh, 
we've tried to contact loved ones and we couldn't get through to them. And the only thing that we have left is God. And God is right there with us. He's, the Bible says he never leaves us nor forsakes us. That he'll be closer than a mother, a sister, a brother, that best friend. God stands with us in all things. He takes us through the storms, the trials, and tribulations. He takes us out on the other side. He says that we'll try like pure gold, cast into the fire, but come out refined and pure. So that means that we'll go through the fire, we go through the struggles, we go through the heartaches and pains, we go through different situations in this life, but it's to make us better, stronger, more fortified, purer. God does that to help us to get through, to help us get on the other side, to help us to deal with challenges. You know, I heard, I heard a preacher say years ago, he said, if I have to go through something, I'd rather go through it with Christ than by myself. And I believe that. I'd rather go through something with God on my side. Because there's so many issues and situations that we deal with on a daily basis. Some good, some bad. Yet we deal with them all. And because we deal with situations and issues and things like that, it's always good to know that we have a friend. Remember how a friend would come over and they would visit and they'd sit and have a cup of coffee with us. Or they'll come over and have a piece of pie. Or they would just all of a sudden call us up on the phone. And we wonder, wow, I was needing to talk to a friend. I was needing somebody to share some things with, and they called me. That was God being instrumental in your life. He was sending a message to that person. Call this one, or call that one, or go by and visit with them. And before you know it, that thing that was worrying you and concerning you, you're laughing, you're having fun, you're drinking your cup of coffee, you're eating your piece of pie, and y'all are interacting, and you have totally forgotten about that thing. It's like it never even existed. That's the peace of God coming into your heart. He sent someone in your life to bring you that peace, that joy, that tranquility. The Bible said that he would give us perfect peace and we keep our minds stayed on him. That he would give us peace that surpasses all understanding. So we can have the peace of God, but we have to have hope in it. We have to believe that we believe that we believe that God is going to meet every need that we have, no matter what that need is, no matter how small or how large. The Bible said we can carry them all to God in prayer. That he would meet those needs. That he has answered us before we even call on him and ask. Now, I want to go to another text of scripture. Uh, just be patient with me. And it says over in Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings as eagles. They should run and not be weary, and they should walk and not faint. So when we wait upon the Lord, when we come to God, when we put our hope and trust in God, we know that we can run on wings as eagles. We should run and not be weary. We should not faint. That God is with us ever, all the time, meeting those needs. See, what hope is, hope is kind of like the one component of faith that we need even just as much as we need the faith. Because when we have hope, that means that when we have not faith for, we are just patiently waiting on because we have put our hope and trust in God. So now we know that through that hope and that trust and that patience that God is going to meet that need. And I've, I've had opportunities in situations where I've asked God for something and before I even realized it and knew it, it had already been answered and I didn't even know it. I'll wake up one day and then the next thing I know, oh, God met that need. And it might have been a week or two ago that he did. I didn't even realize it. I just went on and I kept my faith and I kept my trust and I kept my hope in the Lord. And the next thing I knew, everything was as it should be. 
How many times have we had aches and pains and we've said a little prayer and day after day that pain's still with us. And about a week later, we're moving that elbow or that knee and we go, oh, well, it's gone. And it may have been that day, it might have been two or three days later, but we didn't even think about it. We trust God. I mean, every once in a while when it hurt, it caught our attention. Ow, that hurts. But then after that, the pain would dissipate. And then for long, we didn't feel the pain at all. That means that God had met that need, even without us being aware. It's kind of like I heard somebody say one time, you can stand and watch a flower grow, but you won't see the growth because it takes time. Now that flower grows a little bit and a little bit and a little bit each and every second, each and every day. But if you stand there and watch it, you have to watch it continuously for day after day after day, 24 seven, to actually see the evidence of that growth. Because you may go today and look at that flower and it may not have a bud on it. And you may go tomorrow and not only has it bud, it started to bloom. Now what has happened in 24 hours? So we, we can't stay watching what God does, but we can be patient and wait on what God does. And we continue to watch, we continue to become impatient. And we become impatient because now we're waiting and we're watching and we're watching and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're watching. And, we're watching. and through all that waiting and watching, we become discontent because now God has not met that need. But God is already in the, in the background meeting that need. He's already sending people to your rescue. He's already sending that help, that healing, that joy, that peace. We just need to be patient and wait. We need to have hope in those things that God is doing. And when we have hope in those things that God is doing, then we know that God is going to meet that need at every hand. Well, we say, well, some things God hasn't met the need until this very day. But God gave me the strength to go through those things. Paul said it best. He said, I learned to be content in all things. Whether it be through hunger or being fed, shelter or being out in the cold. Paul started learning to be content in all things because he knew that in this life that we were going to go through things. We're going to deal with trials, tribulations, hardships, stumbling blocks, pitfalls. But then he said, they who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. So that means when we wait upon the Lord, our strength is rebuilt because it's God that gives us that. You know, the joy of the Lord, the Bible says, is our strength. I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me. So that means that God gives us strength. He gives us whatever we need for that day and for that situation because God has already looked into everything that's going on in our lives and he's seen everything that we needed for that day. And if we would just trust him and we would just let him do his work and we would just let him go forth and take care of those situations, we would come out better on the other side. What has happened so often is we get into a little scuffle, a little scam. And the first thing we do is we focus on that thing and not on the promises of God. And we don't just lose our hope. We lose confidence in those things that we have kept, had had hope for. We lose confidence in God. Literally, sometimes we lose confidence in what God is going to do. Because our problems seem bigger than He does to us sometimes. And the problem with that is, nothing is bigger than God. Paul says it like this. He says, God before us, who can be against us? So God is in our favor. Who can then be against us? God is in our benefit. Who can stop the power of God? No one can stop the power of God. So we can trust Him. We can always trust Him. We can always go to Him. We can always rely on Him. Amen? We can trust God with our problems, our situations, our woes, our shortcomings. Anything that we give to God, God gives us His love and kindness and favor back. The Bible says, cast your cares on me, for I care for you. 
My yoke is easy, my burdens are light. So when we trust Christ with our problems, when we trust God with our situation, we know that he's going to ever meet that need. He's going to ever be there for us. And we never need to worry or be concerned. The Bible tells me that God loves me. Because it says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You get no greater love than this. The Bible, Christ said this, he said, no greater love does a man have that he laid down his life for a friend. Christ laid down his life for his friend. That's great love. So we know we can trust God. We know that we can have hope in him. We know we can find joy, peace. We know we can find faith in him. The Bible says over Romans, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So I know that when we hear the word of God, we know that when God speaks to us, not just through his scriptures, not just through his words on paper, but speaks to our hearts. God comes in and he dwells in our heart. He dwells in that place that we have that void, that emptiness, that sorrow, that pain. And he renews that place and renews it up, he vanishes up, kind of like ointment on the wound. When you put that ointment on the wound, that healing starts with the body naturally starts to heal. But that ointment kind of speeds up the healing and kind of keeps it from you getting infected wisely. That's what God is. He's that ointment that keeps us from being infected with the the errors of the world and the concerns of the world. He comes in and he applies himself to our situation and he brings us that hope. He brings us that favor. He brings us his blessings. The Bible says God is a merciful God, that he's long-suffering, that he's with us in all situations and all times, that he keeps us in every situation that we're in. God is keeping us. He has prepared a better life for us. He has prepared better things for us. And I know some of that comes with the stumbling blocks and the pitfalls of life. Those things are going to come. We live in a world that has those type of things in it. But then we got to realize and we got to understand and we got to know one important thing here we need to understand and know that in the midst of this storm that we call life, in the midst of whatever situations, trials, and tribulations that we're dealing with, God is our umbrella. He's that raincoat. He's those rain boots. He's that covering we need when we're cold. He's that joy we need when we're sad. And like I said, he's that hope we need when we become hopeless. God is the meter of all our concerns and needs. And when we believe that and when we trust that and we allow God to come in and do that, then we're in a place to where no matter what comes against us, we always know that one person that no matter what's going on in their life, they're smiling. Hardships, trials, tribulations, they're going through things all the time. But they always got a friendly smile and a kind word. No matter what's going on in their life, you ask yourself, how can they be that happy? How can they have that much joy in the midst of this storm? In the midst of all these things that are going on with and around them, how can they be that happy? My mother was one of those people. When I would call her, and I knew she was really sick some of those times, she would always say, I'm blessed and highly favored. She knew that God was her provider, a need meter, and that he kept her in all things, no matter what her storm was, she knew she could trust God, that her hope and faith was not lost in him, because he was the provider of all that she had hoped for and all that she had need of. And we find people like that along the way that can lift your spirit up. My mother never met a stranger. She never made an enemy. She had love for everybody. If it was the first time you met her, you would think that they knew each other forever the way they converse, the way they talk. 
she was always that kind of person. And I said to myself, I would always have wanted to be like my mother. She could walk into a room and the room become luminous. And a lot of people say, well, that was your mother. You're saying that's because of your mother. I could have just met her on the street because I met several people like that. I know another lady, I can't remember her name. And every time I saw her, she had a smile for me. And she had nice things to say. And she remembered my name, even after I hadn't seen her for years. She would say, hi, how you doing over there? I've met several people that like that. So my mother was not the only one, but we have people out there that no matter what's going on in their lives, they have joy in their heart. My wife has friends that are like that, that no matter what their circumstances and situation, they still have a joyful thing to say, a smile on their face. So that's the kind of hope that we should have in the Lord, that no matter what's going on, we can smile, we can laugh, we can have joy. We can feel good in the midst of the storm because we just feel that cool breeze of God blowing on our face, not those torrential winds that are blowing around us. We can be in peace even though we're getting drenched in the rain because we can learn to dance in the rain. Like Fred Astaire, being crossed, you know, singing in the rain, I'm just singing in the rain, you know, and that's what we have to learn to do. We have to learn to sing in the rain, even though the storms are heavy. The winds are hard. The way is tough. We can learn to sing in this storm. Because no weapon formed against us is prosper. And the Bible tells us that. And so because of that, we know that we can hope in the Lord. We can trust in the Lord. And we can rely on God. And all that through Christ Jesus. Because the Bible says that Christ is the Savior of the body. The body being us. So Christ came to save us came to redeem us, came to bring us hope, joy, peace again, reconnection to God through Him. So with that being said, I'm going to get ready to close today. I pray that everybody has a blessed day. It's so wonderful to see everybody today. It really does my heart good when I come out and can minister and fellowship with everyone here. And y'all are a blessing to me, and I hope that I'm a blessing to you all as well. And I just pray for you all in the Lord. I pray for this place, this facility. I pray for everything, but I do put y'all specifically in my prayers. So I just thank God today, and I hope that y'all have a wonderful day. And if nothing else, if I don't see you soon, I'll see you this time next month. Y'all have a blessed afternoon. Thank you. We'll say a prayer, and then we'll dismiss, okay? Dear Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We ask that you go with us as we leave from the devotional, Lord God, but never from your prayer this morning. We just ask, Father God, that you be with us, Lord God, in all things. That you keep us, protect us, watch over us, Lord God. That our hope is always in you, Lord God, because we know that you'll meet all our needs according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. That you can never leave nor forsake us, Lord God. That you'll be right there with us, Lord God, no matter what we're going through. You're there to hold our hand to tell us it'll be all okay and to help us to make it through the storm. You are the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path, Lord. And we're going to lean on our own understanding, Lord God, that you would direct our path. All we have to do is trust in you. So, Father God, as we leave this place, we never from sight. Be with us. Find any accidents and situation that come along on the highway. Wherever we end up at, Father God, let peace, joy, hope, and all things that are you be with. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I would like to say this before I leave, and I know y'all can sing this along with I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart, I got joy, 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 down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. And we do, because God gives us that joy. Y'all have a blessed afternoon. 
I love you all. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. Thank y'all. You're welcome. Amen. Thank you. Thank You're welcome, sir. Thank, Thank you, sir. My name is Carl Foreman. Okay. I'm an artist. Oh, okay. I saw you over there doobing on your paper. I, I, oh, yeah. I can draw anything. Oh, can you? Yeah. My mother my mother <laughs> looked at me, and uh, she gave me a piece of pencil, and uh, I mean a piece of paper and a pencil, told me to go to bed. Oh. And <laughs> I was three years old. Oh, wow. So you've been doing this for a while. And now. when I got up, she said, let me see it. And she says, uh... Well, tell me what this is. I said, this is an automobile. Mm-hmm. She said, what? What? There is no such thing as an automobile. It says, we got mules and cows and horses. Oh, wow. That's it. Okay. And she said, right there, she said, I knew there was something about me. Amen. And I'm now 83 going on 84. Wow. 83 years young. I like 83 that. 83 going on 84. Next March the 4th. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And you say you're drawing, you've been drawing since you were three? Well, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, for instance, right there behind you, that's what I was down here for. I didn't even okay. know you were here. Okay. So I can copy that in a second or two. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, you can see how they started. Yeah, I see I that. I start with the two flowers right in the middle. Yeah, I see that. I see uh, that right there. Yeah, and it's got a it's got a green frame on the inside, and it's brown on the outside. I'm copying it just exactly, you know, as it is. Oh, okay. And uh, and I just have a lot of fun. That's good, Carl. I have a lot of fun with that, and I have a lot of fun with the Bible too. I saw that in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Lord For the God so the loved the world, gave, he gave his own son. son. That's right. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, perish but have eternal life. John 3, 16. Amen. That's right, Carl. Yeah, I use this all the time. Okay. Yeah, just if nothing else to remind us. Here you go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Hey, yeah. Hey. Hey. All those sweets uncalled. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate chips are always good. That's, a, that's an all-time favorite, chocolate chip cookies. Yes, now, all we need is a carton of milk. ice cream. Oh, ice cream. Yeah, my <laughs> wife likes it like that. She's like cookies and yeah. ice cream. That's yes, one sir. of the things we get here. We get ice cream. We get cartons of ice cream about uh, once a week. Oh, do Maybe you? twice. Oh, wow. <laughs> It's a nice place here. Yeah, it is. It's a really yeah. nice facility. I enjoy coming yeah, here all sorry, the time. I'm sorry that all of the patients are here. Yes, sir. Yes, they sir. They all went back to bed after lunch. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. 23 of them. Okay. Oh, wow. That's yeah. quite a few. But it was two men, two men, and the rest of them are all women. Women. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you Yep. Yeah, she's got a lot of troubles going. Yeah. That's one of my uh, regulars there. She, she's always, she's yeah. listened to me for years now, haven't you? Yeah, she's listened to well, me for years. Know. She has and she has too. Yeah. Yeah. She believes. And yeah. just, just two weeks ago, she went on oxygen. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad to see you doing better today. It was good to see you. It's always good to see my regulars. Yep. Hey. Okay, well, I'm going to get out of the way so...
Call. I thought you were hitting him. <laughs> say, say, I might be next. She's got that thing around here all the time. Hey. This, she's this trying is to... the third time today. Oh, okay. She's just trying to stay on top of things. Make sure you're all good, Carl. Well, Carl, it was wonderful talking with you, and I, well, I plan and hope to see you when yeah. I'm out here again. And what's your first name? Odell. I'm sorry. I oh, didn't Dale? give it. We got to talking about the Bible, and that's, okay. that just takes me away. That's wonderful. Yes, sir. Odell. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. Yes, sir. Well, Carl, I'm glad that you're a doodler, and hopefully I'll get to see yeah. your finished work when I'm out here next time. Yeah. He told me that. Well, let me see you again. Uh, next month on the third, uh, I think, whatever that Saturday is, it may be August the third. It'll be the earlier part of August. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. I don't have my uh, calendar with yeah, me, but it'll be the other early we part of August. We would look to see you. Okay. And I'm gonna try to get out here sometime. Call um, maybe sooner. You know, some other dates and times. I I enjoy it. Spending time with you all out here. So, it yeah. is so nice to have somebody come and teach the Bible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So how are we doing today? That's good. I'm glad to hear. Thank you. I'm glad it made you happy. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. If you hadn't gotten here today, we would all be disappointed because we play all week. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And I, and I try my best if I can to make it here. I haven't missed a date yet. So I just thank God. You know, uh, I, I see that y'all have a new uh, activity director now. Yeah. yeah, I talked to her on the phone and I gave her the date for the day and I'm going to give her the date for next month yeah. that uh, I'll be out. And I'm, hopefully I can catch her out here one day during the week and meet with her so she can get, so I can get familiar with her. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, hey, I love and I enjoy doing it. Y'all have a wonderful day. I'm glad y'all doing okay. Y'all have a blessed day. All right, see y'all later. All right. You're welcome. Oh, oh well, I'm about to push that thing. Yeah, mm, you're about to do a no-no. <laughs> <laughs>